All right, friends, it's hoop ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league all right friends it's hoop ball promo time this is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league the following is a hoop ball presentation Good evening, hoopballers, alongside David Bracey. This is Hank Aaron. Welcome to Box Score Breakdown for December 17th. David, how you doing? I'm good. Glad to be back. Ready to talk some hoops. All right. David has recovered from his illness. He is back. <laughs> He's ready to go. We also have a special guest tonight, my son Charles. So you may hear him in the background. Let's see what happens. <laughs> All right, let's get started. Sacramento Kings at Charlotte Hornets. So Bagley is back. It's affecting Holmes's minutes. Um, Holmes got, got the start, but he only played 22 minutes tonight. Four of 10 from the field. Three of three from the free throw line. 11 points, three blocks, two steals, five rebounds, one assist, no turnovers. So still churning out pretty good value, especially with the defensive stats, even with Bagley back. Halicia 
also got the start. 30 minutes for him. 4 of 11 from the field. 2 threes, 2 of 2 from the free throw line. 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, 1 block, 1 turnover. So uh, he's still also providing some value. Harrison Barnes, 37 minutes, 6 of 17 from the field, hit a 3, 1 of 1 from the free throw line, 4 rebounds, 1 assist, no blocks, uh, 1 turnover, 14 points for him. Uh, Poor field goal night for him, but he's been getting a lot of minutes and he's been steadily productive, so I think he's he's, he's, uh, in a pretty good position to surpass his ADP. Corey Joseph, 21 minutes, only 2 points, 5 assists, 2 rebounds, so not much from him uh, with Fox returning tonight. Buddy Heald, 29 minutes, 14 points, 2 assists, 2 rebounds, 1 steal, 1 turnover, 4 three-pointers. So uh, we had Buddy with a slow start to the year. Fox went out. Buddy was heating up a little bit. Uh, didn't play as well tonight, but I, I think he's going to keep it going. And I think he'll probably be a top 50 option rest of season. Off the bench, we got Bagley, 22 minutes. 6 of 13 from the field, hit a 3, 7 rebounds, 1 assist, no steals, no blocks, no turnover, 14 points. Ariza, 19 minutes, 2 of 5 from the field, 2 three-pointers, 6 rebounds, 1 steal, no blocks, 1 turnover. De'Aaron Fox, 6 of 13, 30 minutes uh, played, 6 of 13 from the field, 2 threes, 5 of 6 from the free throw line, 2 rebounds, 8 assists, 2 steals, 3 turnovers, 19 points. So a very nice return for him. And uh, doing well in the percentages, that's always a question mark with him. But uh, as long as he gives you good percentages, you know the counting stats are going to be good. And then Bogdanovich, someone who's probably going to have his numbers come down now that the Kings are nearing full health. Uh, 29 minutes for him, 4 of 7 from the field, 2 threes, 10 points, 2 assists, 2 steals, no blocks, 1 turnover. So the Kings are an interesting team. And uh, let me go ahead and plug the bruise letter a little bit early right now because... Uh, the bruise letter obviously goes in depth on the on the Kings every week. He kind of uh, our our founder, Mr. Bruski, went through the Kings, you know, log jam with everyone coming back healthy. He kind of talked about how uh, it's it's likely to negatively affect a number of of um, players' fantasy value, especially Holmes. Uh, I think uh, Aaron uh, Bruski was slightly optimistic or cautiously optimistic that. Maybe it wouldn't negatively affect Holmes too much, but uh, the minutes are down and, and the numbers are likely to trend down as well. So the Kings are an interesting team, but it looks like you've got a number of fantasy-relevant people, Holmes, Barnes, Heald, Bagley, Fox, and then Bogdanovich is doing it on a low-end level, and Halizia, probably his number is going to go down, but until they do, also worth worth playing. So the Kings are an interesting team, uh, and I think from a fantasy perspective, they've got a number of players you can use and we'll see how the rotation shakes out over the next few weeks. Uh, you see anything else with the Kings tonight? No, I think you ran through it. All right. Take us through the Hornets. All right. On the Charlotte side, uh, Miles Bridges got the start tonight. Uh, 21 minutes, four points, only two three or two of three from the field. No three-pointers, only one rebound, two turnovers, a steal, and two blocks. Um, outside of a pretty athletic move earlier in the game, not a whole lot of production from Miles tonight. Zeller, 31 minutes, 17 points, 6 of 13 from the field, uh, 5 of 9 from the free throw line, 9 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 blocks, no steals, 1 turnover. Bismack Biombo, surprising name there, 24 minutes, 10 points on 4 of 7 from the field, 12 rebounds, 3 turnovers, 2 assists, no steals, no blocks. 
Devontae Graham and Terry Rozier were a combined 8 of 31 from the field tonight, so they both really struggled, respectively. Devontae Graham got 38 minutes, 15 points on 4-15 from the field, had four three-pointers, seven assists, four rebounds, two turnovers, a steal, and a block. Uh, still really, really strong from him this season. I'm definitely a big surprise from the draft, so loving what he's been doing. And Rozier, 32 minutes, 11 points on 4-16 from the field, had two three-pointers, six rebounds, six assists one steal, one block, and four turnovers. So the turnovers in a high volume is always going to be a consistent issue with Rozier, and tonight the shot wasn't falling, so it wasn't doing a whole lot for you. Marvin Williams, 25 minutes off the bench, 16 points, 5 of 8 from the field, had three three-pointers, three rebounds, no assists, one turnover, a steal, and two blocks. Um, Cody Martin and Malik Monk, both in the 26s for minutes. Uh, Cody Martin only seven points on three or four from the field, but – Malik Monk really took the game over in the fourth quarter and kind of sealed the deal for the Hornets down the stretch here. 26 minutes, 23 points on 9 of 12 from the field, two three-pointers, had 10 rebounds, four assists, a steal, and two turnovers. So big double-double, kind of a surprise from Malik tonight. Um, outside of that, Kid Gilchrist got 14 minutes, seven points on two of three from the field, um, and no really no other uh, real stats. So I think uh, in the absence of P.J. Washington, it's going to continue to kind of be a next-man-up approach for Charlotte on a game-in, game-out basis. So tonight the hot hand was Malik Monk, and they were able to ride it into a win. But I think it's just going to be kind of a we'll see who's got the hot hand between Monk, Bridges, and I would say probably Marvin Williams coming off of the bench there. You think either Monk or Williams worth adding in a 12-team league? I think maybe Monk. Um, just because personally, I'm I'm very out on Marvin Williams, um, but I think that Monk might be able to find some uh, some room to uh, create a consistent spot in this rotation because I think Charlotte is still really trying to figure out what what they are, and they I mean I, I don't see why it would hurt. What do you think? Yeah, I think I think uh, Monk is probably worth you know or not worth you know. Not a bad gamble, not a bad roll of the dice uh, as long as Washington is out. Even Williams, if you're desperate for a stream or if you're in a situation where you could just kind of add a player for a game or two, uh, could be productive. So um, I think Monk's probably got a little bit higher upside between the two, but if uh, if you just want to play someone for a game or two, I wouldn't mind Williams either. Yeah. All right. Let's go to New York next game where the Knicks had a pretty big victory. Uh, I will start with the Hawks. Um, we had Jabari Parker, only 19 minutes, 4 of 9 from the field, 10 points. And so uh, I, we should mention um, this game was a blowout uh, you know, throughout. So it, it didn't just you know, get busted open late. So it was a blowout. And the Knicks had a big lead, um, you know, pretty much the entire game. But anyway, Jabari Parker, 19 minutes for him, 10 points, 4 of 9 from the field, 2 of 2 from the free throw line, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals. Uh, DeAndre Hunter, 31 minutes, 8 of 19 from the field, 0 of 5 from the three-point line, 19 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, 1 steal. Trey Young, 41 minutes for him. So he, you know, he still got his. 16 of 29 from the field, 7 of 13 from the three-point line, 3 of 4 from the free-throw line, 42 points, 8 assists, and a blowout loss. So even the blowout losses are not going to stop Trey Young from putting up big stats. Uh, you got Damian Jones starting, but only 9 minutes for him, 2 points, 3 rebounds, uh, not much going on there. 
And then you have uh, Huerta with 32 minutes, 5 of 14 from the field, 14 points, 5 assists, 3 steals, 1, one block. Um, and then off the bench, Cam Reddish, 27 minutes, 3 of 8 from the field, 1 three-pointer, 2 of 2 from the free throw line, 4 rebounds, no steals, no assists, no blocks, no turnovers, 9 points for him. Alex Len, 25 minutes, 4 of 5 from the field, 4 turnovers, no steals, no blocks. Um, and then you have Vince Carter, 24 minutes, 5 of 9 from the field, 4 three-pointers, 1 of 3 from the free throw line, 15 points for him, and 2 blocks. So um, with the Hawks, uh, John Collins is coming back very soon. And once he does, it's going to be hard for Parker to have value. Hunter and Huerta's value is probably going to go down as well. Trey Young's usage is certainly going to go down, although his efficiency may improve a little bit. So the Hawks are really a two-fantasy player team with Young and and Collins when he's back. Hunter and Huerta are, are kind of fringe options that you could try, but I, I don't expect either one of them to be you know too high up there for the rest of the season. Reddish and Len um, were kind of hot ads recently, but again, I don't see either one of them the consistency to put up top 100 numbers. So, uh, and then Vince Carter, I just always have to mention because he's the oldest player in the league. So, anything <laughs> else? Anything else you see with the Hawks? No, shout out Vince Carter and Trey Young. Like you said, is going to continue to get his money. So I'm eager to see Collins return. All right, how about on the Knicks? All right, for the Knicks, who were the victors tonight on the on the opposite end of the blowout, surprisingly, uh, Marcus Morris, 21 minutes, 22 points on 6'11 from the field, had three three-pointers. It's perfect from the line, 7-7, seven seven, four rebounds, two assists, one turnover. Um, still having a really, really strong season with the Knicks. Uh, we'll see if he ends up on the move uh, before the buyout um, and trade deadline. Julius Randle, 22 minutes, 17 points, 7-15 seven from the field, 3-4 from the free-throw line. 11 rebounds, two assists, one turnover. So surprisingly low turnover volume for Julius Randle tonight. So that really saved his line really, really strong. Tosh Gibson, 18 minutes for some reason. Two points, one of two from the field, three rebounds, three assists, one turnover, and a block. Uh, Not a lot to talk about there. R.J. Barrett kind of stole the show tonight. 28 minutes, 27 points on 10 to 13 from the field. Had two three-pointers, five of eight from the free throw line. Six rebounds, one assist, no turnovers, and a steal. Um, had a really big in the game. I mean, he he really stole the show and was putting on a putting on a good show tonight. MSG. Uh, and then Frank Ntilikina, seventeen minutes, three points, one or two from the field, three rebounds, three assists, two turnovers, no steals, no blocks. Um, another big line tonight was Mitchell Robinson. I mean, and he was just getting everything he wanted tonight which tends to happen when you play against the hawks um, especially in the absence of john collins so 29 minutes 22 points on 9 of 13 from the field four four from the free throw line 13 rebounds one turnover a steal and two blocks i mean the guy was just going crazy he was feasting and i was loving watching him uh bobby portis 20 minutes 11 points on four seven from the field had a three or i'm sorry had two three-pointers one and two from the free throw line Seven rebounds, two assists, no turnovers, and a steal. Then Smith Jr., 12 minutes, eight points, and three or five from the field. Five rebounds, three turnovers, five assists, a steal, and a block. Damian Dodson got 24 minutes tonight, nine points on three of six from the field. Had a three-pointer, two of two from the three-point line. Or, sorry, two of two from the free throw line. One rebound, one assist, and a turnover. Knox, 23 minutes, 17 points, seven to 14 from the field. Three three-pointers, two rebounds, two assists, three steals, a block, and a turnover. 
and then Alfred Payton, 20 minutes, five points on two seven from the field, but nine assists, no turnovers, and a block. So with this new coach, it seems like he's really looking to kind of spread the minutes around and figure out who his guys are, what rotations are going to be. So I'm curious to see how everything shakes out over the next couple of weeks. What do you think? I'm um, with you. It's going to be interesting to see who he plays. And, and like you said at the beginning, uh, you know, Taj Gibson getting 19 minutes doesn't really make the most sense. But, you know, we'll see what happens. I think off the bench, obviously, you know, anyone who invested heavy in Robinson, they're happy to see that line tonight. I certainly was. Um, and then you got Alfred Payton, you know, not a great line, but nine assists. And it looks like he's going to be a good assist guy moving forward. So, I'd snatch him if he's still available on your wire. Um, otherwise, I don't think any of the other bench players. Um, well, Portis Portis may may give you some value from time to time too, but depends how all the minutes shake out. Yeah, I agree. Okay, let's go over to New Orleans where uh, Brooklyn got the win in overtime. So over on the Nets, you got Torian Prince, thirty-five minutes. But only one of nine from the field, one of six from the three-point line. Had 11 rebounds, so at least a little bit of production there. Two assists, no steals, one block, no turnovers, three points total. Jared Allen, six of seven from the field. 14 rebounds for him, six blocks. So pretty good line from him, three t- three turnovers, but that's okay with those, those you know kind of numbers. Spencer Dinwiddie enjoying the last, well, there could be more time without Levert and and um, Kyrie, but at least enjoying it for now. 11 of 26 from the field, 1 of 8 from the three-point line, 8 of 11 from the free-throw line, 2 rebounds, 7 assists, 1 steal, 2 turnovers, 31 points for him. Garrett Temple, 2 of 14 from the field, 7 points, 5 assists, 5 rebounds, no steals, no blocks, and a turnover. Joe Harris, 8 of 15 from the field, 5 of 9 from the three-point line, 3 of 4 from the free-throw line, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 block, 2 turnovers, 24 points for him. So without Irving, without Levert, there's a lot of usage to go around. We've seen Dinwiddie pick it up. It's probably a good sell-high time if you've got Dinwiddie. Uh, maybe a good sell-high time if you got Joe Harris, but I doubt you could sell him too high. Um, but uh, obviously Levert is, is maybe a week or two away. Irving is still unclear how long he's going to be out for. I wouldn't be surprised if he misses a lot of time on the back end of the year too. So, um, you know, you know, rate your nets accordingly. But um, it could be that Irving's injury lasts longer or gets reaggravated later in the season. Off the bench, uh, not too much to talk about. DeAndre Jordan, eighteen minutes, two of three from the field, two of two from the free throw line, six rebounds, five assists, one steal, one block, one turnover. Um, other than that, you got you know Wilson Chandler, David Nwaba, you know Pinson, Luai Cabarro. Uh, none of these guys are really fantasy relevant. Um, so with the Nets, it's important to remember Levert's going to come back maybe in a week or two. Irving is scheduled to come back at some point in the near future. But um, given Irving's injury history, I could see him missing extended periods of time now and potentially later in the season. So consider that um, when you're valuing your Nets. Any other thoughts with these guys? No, I think you're. Uh, I think you're right about Kyrie, and I would definitely be concerned um, if I had shares. Yeah, he's he's one guy that I've avoided every year. Um, I think probably his entire career, because even when he came out of Duke, uh, he was injured that year too. Yeah. So um, 
you know, he's he's turned in a couple of seasons with 70 plus games, but I think more often than not, he suffers a big injury. I think he's he's suffered a big injury probably in maybe 60 60 to 70 percent of the seasons he's played, including that year at Duke. So uh, let's go to the Pelicans. What do you got? All right, on the Pelicans side, Lonzo Ball started the night at point guard. 35 minutes, 10 points, 4-13 from the field, had a three-pointer, 1-3 from the free throw line, eight rebounds, four assists, two turnovers, no steals, no blocks. Drew Holiday got 37 minutes tonight, 21 points on 9-28 from the field, so really chucking the night. Uh, two three-pointers, perfect from the free throw line on one attempt. Five, I'm sorry, five rebounds, uh, six assists, two blocks, and a steal. Um, and no turnover. So definitely love the low turnover volume tonight from Drew. The field goal percentage, I'm still just waiting for that to kind of level out because um, we know he's not always going to be this bad. So when that starts to hit, he's really going to get rolling. Favors tonight in starting lineup, 20 minutes, seven points on three seven from the free throw or from the field. I apologize. One of two from the free throw line, nine rebounds, three assists, two turnovers, no steals, but three blocks. So definitely love the block from Favors tonight when he's back in the starting lineup. Not a whole lot on the offensive end, but uh, nine rebounds is definitely serviceable. Kendrick Williams started a power forward, 26 minutes, three points, uh, had a three-pointer, six rebounds, a steal, no turnovers, and no blocks. Uh, so pretty quiet night from Kendrick. Brandon Ingram and Josh Hart are absolutely devouring the minutes. 41 minutes for Ingram tonight, 22 points on 7-23 from the field, one three-pointer, 7-9 from the free throw line, 10 rebounds, Two turnovers and assists, no steals, and two blocks. Uh, really struggled in the first half. I mean, I think that he maybe scored two points, I think, in the first half. Mm-hmm. Had all the rest of his points in the second half. So, I mean, definitely really came on late. Um, unfortunately, the Pelicans couldn't close out the game. But, I mean, we've been talking about Ingram as a sell high, and the, there was no way that he was going to continue doing this. But with the news coming out about Zion today, even though he was seen, you know, kind of getting some shots up, it's really looking like his timetable is, I mean, completely undetermined. So we don't know if we're going to even see this guy this season. Um, and if not, I mean, I think Ingram is in prime position to really, really just skyrocket into the next level. Um, and then the other guy I mentioned, Josh Hart, 40 minutes tonight, 14 points on 5 of 14 from the field, had four three-pointers, four three pointers, nine rebounds, no assists, one turnover, and a steal. Um, so definitely doing a lot of serviceable work there in the minutes that he's given, and the Pelicans can use all the help that they can get right now. And then Nah, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, 22 minutes tonight, nine points on four seven from the field, had a three pointer, four rebounds, four assists, and a turnover. Um, with Nikhil Alexander-Walker, I think that he's going to be more of a plug and play kind of guy when maybe you got Zoe or Drew out of the lineup um, because when they have both those guys in there to facilitate and be primary ball handlers, he's just really not going to have a whole lot of value. Uh, any, any thoughts on the Pelicans? Um, I agree with everything you said. I think Ingram, I think that's, you made the point exactly. He's been a top 25 guy this year. Uh, Zion has no timetable to return and you got to imagine they're not going to push him too hard this year. Uh, and if he, you know, even slightly, if assuming he comes back, if he even slightly feels uncomfortable with anything, they'll probably shut him down. So uh, Ingram's been a top 25 guy this year. Even if you think he's going to regress slightly, he'll still be a top 40, top 50 guy. So if you've got him at the end of your draft, you're, you're cashing in big time with him. And um, Josh Hart is somebody I own. 
and getting those big minutes. You know, not the most efficient, but you know, he gets threes. He also, you know, he only got one steal tonight, but he'll contribute in steals and, and blocks. So uh, he's a young guy, and he's probably someone the Pelicans want to develop. So I like that. Yeah, I like Hart. Okay, let's go over to Utah, where the Magic came up short tonight, 102-109. Over on the Magic side, we had Aaron Gordon, 30 minutes, 3 of 9 from the field, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, 6 points. Jonathan Isaac, 3 of 7, 1 3-pointer, 4 rebounds, 1 assist, 3 blocks, no turnover, 7 points for him. Vucevic, still finding his touch, 4 of 15 from the field tonight, 2 3-pointers, 2 of 2 from the free throw line, 11 rebounds, 4 assists. 12 points for him. Markel Fultz, 6 of 13 from the field, 1 three-pointer, 1 of 2 from the free throw line, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, no blocks, no turnovers. Evan Fournier, 33 minutes for him, 19 points, 3 of 5 from the free throw line, didn't hit any of his 8 three-point shots, 4 assists, no steals, no blocks, and a turnover. Off the bench, DJ Augustine had a good game, 26 minutes, 8 of 10 from the field, 2 of 3 from the three-point line, 4 of 4 from the free throw line. Four rebounds, three assists, one steal, one block, one turnover. Terrence Ross, 25 minutes, three of nine from the field, hit a three, one of one from the free throw line, two rebounds, one assist, no steals, no blocks, eight points for him. So Utah's defense is really good. Uh, They kept Orlando in check, so I wouldn't worry too much about anyone's numbers here tonight. And pretty much we know Isaac has been a breakout guy this year. I uh, can keep, expect that to continue. Vucevic probably end up being a top 30 guy on a per-game basis. But obviously coming back from the injuries, they got to shake the rust off. Fultz, he's been surging, or at least steadily improving. Surging may be too, too strong of a word, but he's been steadily improving. <laughs> and, um, and I like where he's at. It looks like he's got the starting job locked down. So even though Augustine will uh, put up better box scores from you know time to time than Fultz does, it does look like Orlando's committed to developing him, so I don't think you have much to worry about in terms of timeshare. And in fact, they they do play them together, so um, not much to worry about with Fultz. I think he's a solid low end point guard and probably a top 100 guy for the rest of the season. And then Fournier is up and down, but tonight he did pretty good, 19 points. So off the bench, Augustine, you could use him if you need a point guard in a pinch. Ross, poor shooting night tonight, but he's been a little bit better over the last few weeks. If you need a three-pointer and points, you could you could plug him in as well. But with the Magic, all of their starters are good fantasy players. Augustine and Ross off the bench can can be used if needed. Mo Bamba, Michael Carter-Williams, you're not going to get near those guys unless you're in a very deep league. Uh, anything else to discuss with the Magic? No, no, I think we covered it. All right, let's go to Utah. All right, for Utah, Joe Ingles tonight, 36 minutes, 16 points on 5 of 8 from the field, 4 three-pointers, 2 of 2 from the free throw line, 12 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 blocks, and 3 turnovers. So definitely a really good line from Ingles tonight. He'd been looking really strong with Conley out of the lineup, and even though Conley came back tonight, it looked like he re-aggravated that injury and only got about 19 minutes. So I think Ingles is definitely uh, – he can continue rolling like he has been. you definitely love to see that because Joe had kind of fallen off of a cliff there. Uh, Bohan Bogdanovich had 36 minutes tonight, 30 points on 11-22 from the field, six three-pointers, 2-2 two, two from the free throw line, five rebounds, five assists, a steal, and only one turnover. So a really strong line tonight from Bogdanovich. Um, just nailing threes, and that's definitely why you have him. I mean, when he's get, when his shot's falling, he's going to put up big, big point total. So you definitely love that. Gobert, 37 minutes, 12 points on 6 of 10 from the field, 
19 rebounds is really strong. Five assists, three turnovers, no blocks, surprisingly, and no steals. Um, so didn't bring the defensive stats tonight, but definitely big rebounding numbers tonight from Rudy, and you love to see a strong double-double from him. Donovan Mitchell, the Don, 35 minutes, 30 points on 13 and 23 from the field, two three-pointers, two two from the free throw line, three rebounds, four assists, no defensive stats, but only one turnover. So, again, you love that low turnover volume from Mitchell tonight. Really, really putting up numbers, was getting all kinds of shots to fall. I mean, this guy is incredible, and you can tell that that time he spent with Team USA over the summer has really helped him elevate his game to another level. Um, and then the aforementioned Mike Connolly, only 19 minutes tonight, seven points on two of eight from the field, uh, didn't make a three, was three three from the free throw line, had six assists, one turnover, and a steal. So I don't know what's going on with Connolly. I mean, we're chalking it up to the fact that he was just very, very familiar with his time in Memphis and the guys around him. And it takes a while to get comfortable with a new team, especially when you're in and out of the lineup with injuries. So. Let's just hope that Connolly can right the ship before the season ends because um, this has really been, I mean, to be honest, kind of a disaster for them at the point guard position with him. Royce O'Neal got 34 minutes tonight in Connolly's kind of absence. Um, 11 points, four of eight from the, fee- from the field, three three-pointers, six rebounds, one assist, three turnovers, a steal and a block. Uh, Moutier, 10 minutes tonight, no points, two assists, two rebounds, two turnovers. Um Moutier, I think, is a guy who can have some value, but again, he's going to be very hot and cold. Ed Davis got 10 minutes tonight, but again, I think if Rudy Gobert's in the lineup, there's really not a whole lot to talk about with Ed Davis, and Jeff Green just really isn't a fantasy guy. So, I mean, like I said, the main four tonight, Ingles, Bogdanovich, Gobert, and Mitchell really carry the load for, for the Jazz. Any thoughts on the on Utah? Yeah, Conley is the interesting one because uh, his performance has been poor, and and I would, I would be inclined typically to aggressively pursue him as a buy low. However, he keeps getting hurt, and um, and that's scaring me. So uh, while I do think his numbers will probably get better, I think his injury risk is high enough that I don't view him as a buy low. And in fact, if you could somehow sell him based on his name value, I probably would. See if I could get something decent, top 70, top 60 player. I don't know if you could get that given the way he's been playing. Yeah, good luck. It's going to be it's going to be yeah, rough. No, he's, he hasn't been playing well. All right, uh, before we get over to the LA games of the evening, we'd like to remind you all that tonight's podcast, like all of our other shows, is brought to you by Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. Check out their website, hawaiianisles.com. On Amazon by searching for Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee or on Twitter, Hi Kona Coffee, H I K O N A C O F F E E. I am going to be getting a new coffee machine soon, so I will be reporting to you guys on how Hi Kona works with my new machine. But on my current machine, it's excellent, and I'm drinking a cup right now. All right, let's get to the Lakers at the Indiana Pacers. Lakers uh, lost tonight. Anthony Davis was ruled out prior to the game. He probably uh, will be back soon, if not by the next game. Seems like a minor uh, ankle aggravation, but uh, we'll see. We'll get more information later. Jared Dudley getting the start. 15 minutes for him. 1 of 5 from the field. 1 three-pointer, 1 rebound, 2 assists, 3 points. 
LeBron James, 35 minutes for him, 8 of 20 from the field, 0 of 6 from the three-point line, 4 of 8 from the free throw line. Don't like that, but 9 rebounds, 9 assists. So just missed the triple-double, 5 turnovers, no steals, no blocks. So LeBron not with a great line tonight, but uh, he's been doing it all year long. He's been having a good season, and you can expect him to finish in top 20. Um Got JaVale McGee, 5 of 8 from the field, 8 rebounds, 1 assist, 3 blocks, 10 points. Danny Green, 2 of 4 from the field, 2 of 4 from the 3-point line, 2 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 block, 2 turnovers, 6 points. Cantavius Caldwell-Pope, 4 of 10 from the field, 10 points for him, 4 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal. Off the bench, Dwight Howard, 10 of 10 from the field, 0 of 3 from the free throw line, 20 points, 6 rebounds, 2 blocks, so... He had a nice night uh, from a field goal percentage perspective and from a point perspective. Uh, Rajon Rondo, 26 minutes, 7, seven points, 7 assists, 5 rebounds, one, 1 steal. Avery Bradley getting back in the swing of things, 6 of 14 from the field, 13 points for him. Alex Caruso, 25 minutes, 4 of 8 from the field, 2 threes, 11 points. So with the Lakers, we've got LeBron and we've got... Anthony Davis, elite options in fantasy and obviously in real life as well. After those two, McGee and Dwight Howard um, can be used as low-end blocks uh, specialists. Danny Green is going to you know, continue to quietly provide sneaky top 100 value, but it's going to be on the you know, back of uh, you know, the steals, the blocks, the three-point shots the decent percentages, and the low turnovers. So if you need points, assists, he's not going to be helpful for you. And then Pope can be used as a three-point specialist. Rondo can be used as an assist specialist. Bradley, maybe as a top 150 guy, his, his lines are decently rounded, but they're typically low in terms of numbers. And then Caruso is more of a highlight guy than a fantasy guy, but decent line tonight from a fantasy perspective. Um, any other thoughts with the Lakers? No, I'm just honestly wondering when the Dwight Howard drama is going to kick in or maybe maybe we finally made it out of the storm. Yeah, he's been okay. And I think um, he's, I mean, it's, it seems almost, uh, dare I say, thriving in his in his reduced role. <laughs> Don't say it. Uh, Don't say it. Uh, but, uh, you know, he seems seems okay. Seems like he's doing okay there. And, and, and at least on the surface, uh doesn't look like anything is percolating, but we'll see. All right, what do we got with the Pacers? All right, Indiana Pacers, the team of TJs. So we'll start with TJ Warren tonight. 32 minutes, 12 points on 5 of 12 from the field, 2 of 2 from the free throw line, 5 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 turnover, a steal, and 3 blocks. Uh, so definitely love the defensive stats from TJ tonight. Always a really good offensive player. Uh, shot wasn't necessarily falling for him that well tonight, but 5 of 12 is definitely more than serviceable. DeMontis Sabonis, I mean, really big man of the night. Stole the show, had some some crazy dunks. I mean, he was he was really, really asserting himself tonight. 34 minutes, 26 points on 10 of 15 from the field. Had a 3, 5 of 8 from the free throw line, 10 rebounds, 4 assists. No steals or blocks, but only two turnovers. And like I said, I mean, his offensive output this season has just been phenomenal. He's really, really strong. Anybody who drafted him in the later mid-rounds, I mean, you're more than cashing in at this point. So definitely loves a bonus. I'm a big fan. Miles Turner, 31 minutes, 16 points on 5-9 from the field. 
at three three pointers. So you love to see Miles bring the threes back, three or four from the three from the free throw line, seven rebounds, one turnover, two steals, and two blocks. So definitely love to see Miles bring the cash counters tonight. Jeremy Lamb looked like he suffered an early injury. Uh, I'm not really sure what exactly had happened, but 14 minutes on four points on two of five from the field, uh, one rebound, three turnovers, three steals in the in the time that he did have, but again, pretty limited minutes. And then Brogdon, 33 minutes, 14 points on six of 16 from the field, two three-pointers, five rebounds, six assists, a block, um, and two turnovers. So, Brogdon hasn't been putting up the the big offensive numbers he was earlier in the season, but still been really strong and definitely a guy who I was more than happy to just hold on. I know there was definitely a pretty pretty large buy or I'm sorry sell high uh, opportunity, but I just really like his production and think he's going to be able to consistently give you that uh, for the remainder of the season. Holiday has been looking pretty good um, in spot starts and in the minutes he's been given, 30 minutes tonight, 11 points on four of eight from the field, two three pointers, two rebounds, four assists. Two turnovers, no defensive stats. And then Justin Holiday, 25 minutes, six points on two of eight from the field. Had a three-pointer, seven rebounds, two assists, no turnovers, and no defensive stats. Um, outside of those guys, TJ McConnell, 18 minutes, 10 points on five of seven from the field, four rebounds, four assists, a turnover, and three steals. So pretty strong from TJ, considering that he only got less than 20 minutes. And then Dougie McDee, six points, two five from the field. One three-pointer, two rebounds and assists, uh, no turnovers, no steals, and no blocks. Uh, any other thoughts about the Pacers? Nope. Uh, we're still not getting much information as it relates to Victor Oladipo. So um, that's kind of one thing that can end up really affecting the production. But if he's not coming back anytime soon, I guess we can expect these numbers to continue for the Pacers players. All right, final game of the night. We had the Phoenix Suns visiting the Clippers. Uh, game was not very close. Uh, Clippers were up 10 to half, and they ended up winning by 21. So we had Dario Saric, 24 minutes, 3 of 7 from the field, 2 threes, 6 rebounds, 1 assist, 8 points. Oubre had some nice dunks, but uh, 8 of 14 from the field, 3 threes, 0 of 1 from the free throw line, 4 rebounds, 1 assist, 3 steals, one block, five turnovers. Bridges, 26 minutes tonight. One of three from the field. The one was a three-pointer. Two of two from the free throw line. Two rebounds, three assists. One steal, one block. Three turnovers, five points. Aiton returning from his suspension. Nine of 19 from the field. Uh, zero of one from the free throw line. 12 rebounds, three assists. One block, two turnovers, 18 points. And then Ricky Rubio shooting you off. Off, you know, not doing well for your field goal percentage. Two of twelve from the field, four points, five rebounds, eight assists, two turnovers. So, eight ten returning is a big story for the Suns. Uh, we'll see how that affects everyone's minutes. We saw Kaminsky get only twenty three minutes tonight. Four of thirteen from the field, two threes, two of two from the free throw line, nine rebounds, five assists, two steals, twelve points. Aaron Baines, the other guy you can expect to be affected by Aiton's return. Eighteen minutes for him, one of five from the field. Four rebounds, no steals, no blocks, no turnovers, two points. So if this continues, Baines will be a drop. But given his production uh, without uh, Aiden in the lineup, you got to hold him for at least a few more games to see if this is going to be regular or if this was just a outlier tonight. The other story is that Devin Booker was out. Uh, so we'll see how much longer he's out. 
once he comes back, it's probably going to put a squeeze on Bridges' minutes. So uh, as much as as much as he's been producing decently the last week or so, he's going to be tough to hold once Booker returns. So with the Suns, um, if they're back at full health when Booker comes back, you're looking at Booker, Aiton, and uh, Booker, Aiton, Ubre, and Rubio is kind of the must starts. You've got Saric and Bridges, Kaminsky. And Baines all kind of on the fringes, and then the rest of the players, um, you know, I don't think are really relevant for fantasy purposes. So uh, it'll be interesting. They've got a number of talented players, and if and if someone does get injured or go down, it does open up other minutes. But it seems like there's going to be too much of a logjam for any of the secondary guys, secondary fantasy assets to be truly significant. Any other thoughts with the Suns? Uh, no, just glad DeAndre Ayton was back and definitely like to see, even though he got limited minutes, that he was definitely the, the winner and the minute share between him and Baines because I have been hearing a lot of concern about that timeshare and how that's all going to work out. So I guess we'll just wait and see, but definitely love that tonight. Not the four blocks that he that he had the other night, but uh, I guess that's what happens when you stop juicing, so we'll see. Right, so yeah, I mean it's an interesting thing to monitor. We'll see how the minutes break down between him and Baines. Um We'll see. You know, don't don't overreact. Um, but but let's let's watch it for a few more games. Okay, what do you got with the clips? All right, for the clips, we had Kawhi and Paul George tonight. So let's start with Kawhi. Twenty-seven minutes, twenty points on seven of fourteen from the field. Had a three-pointer, five of seven from the free throw line. Six rebounds, two assists, a steal, no blocks, and only one turnover. Um, he's a fun guy. That's all I can say. <laughs> Mo Harkless. 22 minutes, uh, no points tonight. Uh, missed all the shots that he took. Not a whole lot to talk about. Mo did have four steals tonight, but uh, I mean, Mo Harkless, we know what he is. We know what he was doing in Portland, and he's going to do the same thing here for the Clippers. Evita uh, Zubac, 22 minutes, 12 points on five of seven from the from the field, um, two of four from the free throw line, four rebounds, uh, no steals, no blocks, and no turnovers. The guy you want to own between him and Harrell's obviously Harrell. Um, Paul George, twenty-four minutes, twenty-four points, eight of seventeen from the free from the field, three three-pointers, five of five from the free throw line, three rebounds and assists, three steals and three turnovers. Uh, strong line from PG had some redemption after getting dunked on by Oubre, got a dunk of his own. So love to see Paul George looking uh, looking spry out there. And then Patrick Beverly, twenty-five minutes, nine points and four seven from the field, had a three-pointer. Three rebounds, one assist, two blocks, surprisingly, no steals and no turnovers. Uh, Harrell, 22 minutes, 15 points on 7-13 from the field. Perfect from the free throw line on one attempt. Five rebounds, three assists, two turnovers, a steal and a block. Landry Shamet, 25 minutes, but only four points, one assist from the field. No three-pointers, four assists, two rebounds. And then Lou Williams, 22 minutes, 20 points, 7-13 from the field. Had five three-pointers, one and two from the free throw line, eight assists, two rebounds, and six turnovers. So, Lou Will, tonight, shot was falling much better than it has been of late. Um, but the six turnovers, definitely kind of rough. Love to see the eight assists, though. Outside of that, not a whole lot to really discuss. Rodney, Rodney Magruder, maybe, if you're looking for somebody to stream three-pointers. But, I mean, tonight he only had one and only took five attempts from the field. So, not a whole lot to discuss. Yep, um, I think the Clippers are a team where 
Kawhi's going to get rested, so, you know, Magruder or Shamit or whomever, uh, and also obviously Lou Williams, you know, these are guys that could, you know, end up spot starting for you, but otherwise they're, they're pretty set with their rotations. Yep. All right, well, that wraps it up for us this week. Uh, what else you got on HoopBall coming up? Uh, tune in to see me and Alan uh, break down the box score on Thursday nights. All right. Uh, and what's your Twitter handle? Uh, Twitter handle DFB underscore three. I'll be up all night because I have also been drinking that delicious Kona coffee. Had to get on Amazon and get myself some. So I'll be up. Holler at me. Yep, that high Kona. It's, you know, we're very committed that we drink it this late at night, but uh, we don't really have a choice. You know, we got to do it. So uh, you right. can hit me up, Hank Aaron 26, H A N K A A R O N 26. Uh, I'll be up. I'll be up tonight. I'll be up early tomorrow. Uh, I'm, I'm usually awake one way or the other. So uh, thank you all for joining us this week. Uh, David, we'll see you Thursday, and I will see you next Tuesday. Have a great night. This has been a HoopBall presentation. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.